Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yo! What up, what up, what up, and welcome to episode 101 of the Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, man, and we have a pretty fun show for you guys today, man. Today, we're going to go ahead and go over every fight action, all the fight action of this weekend, man. We had UFC fight night, and uh, I, I think we all know at this point in time who, who the king of violence is in MMA, man. Who Who is the most violent man in the UFC? Um, that was absolutely determined this past weekend. Um, one championship came back out, put on their biggest show of the year, uh, with their biggest show of all time, man. They put that out in um, in Tokyo, Japan, and that, man, that fight show was slapping, fam. So um, that was an incredible show. And, um, and and much more, man. So we're going to go ahead and jump into that. But first, remember, yo, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off of your first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show. Check me out on the website, www.thefightpodcast.com. Subscribe, listen, rate, share. Um, the Fight Podcast is everywhere. Podcasts are available, man. So go ahead and check us out. Check us out. All right. Boom. Look, man, happy Tuesday. It's bright and early here, 8 a.m. Tuesday morning here in Chicago. Looks like we got a clear day. And check it out, man. I can't lie. Um, I'm a little down today, man. I am. Um, I was doing what I do every Sunday night after I, uh, you know, do all my recordings. After I watch all the fights. I go through everything. I break down. I start putting my show together. And as I was doing that, I got a, you know, a, one of my, my, one of my guys hit me up, shot me a text. Um, yo, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle got shot. And, and for those of us who don't know, um, Nipsey Hustle is a recording artist, hip hop artist, entrepreneur, leader in the community. He's one of those guys, one of, if not the best people in hip hop, one of those people that are on the same path as like a Jay-Z in terms of, uh, of a businessman and, um, doing philo- philanthropic work for, for the community and his, his people and things like that. Um, I got a, another message about an hour or so later 
Um, and unfortunately, Nipsey Hussle uh, passed away. And fam, look, I'm, I'm really sorry to start on such a like a morbid note. Um, but uh, look, I, I, I need to show love to this dude, man. Um, and I know this isn't hip hop related, but look, this is a, this is a combat sports and culture podcast. And Nipsey by far was a part of the culture. Um, I first heard of Nipsey in about 2012, honestly, 2012, 2013. Um, one of my guys <laughs> uh, used to go back and forth from Cali, s- smoked all the Cali Kush. And uh, every time he came back, that's my guy. We used to work out together. My, my, my dude, Andre Patrick. Andre, bro, if you out there, you know, saying always showing love to the, to the homie, man. Uh, that's my guy. But uh, me and my boy, uh, Dre, um, we always on the way to go work out. And that's back in the day. We used to go work out of the YMCA, you know. Um, so we were out there. Uh, so, so I've been uh, um, knowing about him for a little bit. Um, loved his music. Um, loved how what he stood for, what he spoke about. Everything was about empowering yourself, empowering the community um educating yourself he's somebody that anytime you heard a, a an interview with him he was always recommending a book um i actually have read a couple books that he's actually recommended um very vocal um but somebody that always made you feel something after you you heard him speak i can't lie yo this was hard for me man when uh when Pac and Big died, I I was young, man, 95, 96, I'm like nine, ten years old, you know? I listened to their music, but I, I didn't have a connection um in the same way. And it actually for me, man, like this was one of the ones like, yo, bullshit you not for the last about two years, I've whether it be an interview, whether it be old music whether it be his last album victory lap um i've listened to something of his almost every day for the last two years man so buddy's been a part of my life you know every time i i have felt stuck and felt like man shit's not going that way i mean for those of us who do not know the the plug the beginning of the show sage eats that's my company that's my everyday gig um, and, uh, he's somebody that when I, and I felt like stuff wasn't happening. He's, he said many times, like what separates me from everybody else is that I never stopped. And that's something that resonated with me. And that's what I honestly, this is, that's something that helped motivate me to actually start this podcast. He is somebody who legitimately helped me want to start this, want to do something else, want to continue being creative and grow. And yo, do me a favor, man. If you guys haven't already, if you don't know who he is, and if you do, man, go go stream his music. Go go listen to the man. Um, he is one of the the only um entertainers, musicians. He legitimately owns all of his own masters. So everything that you listen to, everything that is streamed, that money goes directly to him and his family. He has two young children. He has a fiance, Lauren London. 
um, man, this is a sad situation, man. And you can really feel it. Um, I've actually been trying to stay off of social media. And I'm be honest with you, man. This is the reason why uh, I'm not putting out an episode until today. Um, I, I was actually halfway through the episode on uh, on Sunday. And uh, man, I couldn't do it anymore, man. I literally just stopped. And um, just honestly, I lit up. Started just, you know, listening to Nip's music and, and drawing. Um, I'll draw from time to time. I'm not <laughs> I'm not no artist by any stretch of the imagination. I doodle. All right. That's what I do. I doodle. So uh, I ended up just, you know, lighting up and, and doodling, man. And and, um, and uh, it's it's a sad day, man. But um, one thing, the silver lining of this all. Is that. We need to always remember what Nip stood for. He's somebody who, and again, I can t- I can tie this into MMA. I can tie this into this podcast. Um, the reason I'm doing this and the reason we're doing this again, this is for I wanted to bring a voice to those who didn't have a voice. There's too so much in, you know, sports media, especially combat sports media, man. It's It's not us representing us. And I wanted to be able to do that. And here's the thing, man. Yes, I do this for everyone. Don't get it twisted. Um, But I wanted people to know that, look, man, young, urban, you know, from Chicago, you know, we're here. I wanted to see somebody like myself. Why do you think I loved um, Marvel's uh, The New Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales? Yo, that's the first superhero that looks like me. Shit, that's the first superhero that was me. He's black and Puerto Rican, so am I. So, I mean, that that's the reason. And again, Nipsey always spoke on, you know, being true to yourself, taking care of yourself, empowering yourself through knowledge. Read. Again, he's one of the people that encouraged me to read, man, even more than I already did. Last year, last year I read 32 books. I'm already four in this year. I haven't been going as hard as I did last year. I've been working on a lot of different things, but I'm back at it, man. I'm currently reading the book by um, Michael Eric Dyson um, called Tears We Cannot Stand. So, I mean, that's one of the things that I'm reading. If you had another uh, phenomenal book that I think you guys would really enjoy, um, Trevor Noah's Born a Crime incredible story man i i was legitimately you know in tears you know from the beginning man um another one that i'm currently reading i listen to the the little bit every day the daily stoic uh by ryan holiday these, these are certain things man um that for me have are, are you know I, i'm always trying to listen to read and, and and pull from different things man so um with that being said fam look Salute to Nipsey Hussle. You know, always fly high, my G. I, I really, um, yeah. This this one was rough, yo. This was this was really a, um, a difficult one to to swallow, man. So, look, we're gonna go ahead and jump into it. Bring a little bit more uh, positivity into the show because we had a lot of great stuff happening today, man. Um, but um. I had to get that off my chest. I, I really did. Um, I hit my parents up. Last thing was that, like, I hit my parents up. 
And I told him too, for real, man. I just I I wasn't around. You know, I don't I don't have people whom I admire. You know, go like that. You know, and don't get it twisted. Yo, I'm from Chicago. I'm from the hood. I, I've had homies die. I've had homies get killed. That's that's unfortunately being in the city, man. That's what happens. Like I know that, but this was different because I knew what he meant to the community and what he was trying to do, man. And again, so if you haven't already, man, go go out there, man. Stream Nips music, man, and, and also. Um, don't look at this like, oh, this is just some black folks going out there wilding, you know, and some gang violence BS. Nah, man, I want you to go out there and look at the man, who he was, who he represented, and what he actually meant uh, to his community. Um, yeah, man, that, that's, uh, that's what I'm going to go ahead and say about that. Um, <laughs> this is where... Uh, I wish I can do with like what they do on the Joe Button show and I'll end up playing outstanding or something like that to lighten the mood. Uh, but unfortunately, man, I don't have those capabilities uh, or the licensing. So I'm not going to go ahead and do that. But um, salute to Nip, salute to his entire family, um, his lovely uh, fiance, his children. So uh, salute to all that. Uh, all right. Um, that happened on Sunday. What else happened this weekend? So check it out. We all know it, man. Um, UFC had an incredible card out there in Philly, in the Illadelph, man. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna really quick. We're gonna run through that. Um, and if I am speaking of that, dude, we have to talk about off the jump the main event. Again, this fight card happened Sunday or Saturday. It was in Philadelphia, headlined by Edson Jr. Barbosa and Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje is the former WSOF world champion um, at lightweight. And here's the thing. Again, last last time I was out, man, you guys heard me talk about it. I gave Justin Gaethje all the props, but I fully expected Edson Barbosa his skill set and seeing what he did his last fight, I felt like he's gotten over the hump to truly become elite, right? Boy, was I wrong. And look, man, I'm not saying that Justin, or not Justin, um, Edson might not be elite, but I just did not show the type of respect and love that Justin Gaethje is supposed to get Justin Gaethje by far is the most violent man uh, in combat sports. He is somebody that is an All-American in wrestling and doesn't even care about it. They started this fight off and they, just like we said, oh man, they began exchanging leg kicks and throwing shots over and over and over again. And, um, And look, man, here's the number, man. Justin Gaethje landed 44 out of 74 shots. He out, uh, Edson Barbosa just couldn't keep up. Edson Barbosa landed, and here's the thing, all the strikes were significant strikes. Justin Gaethje landed 44 out of 74, man, for 60%. So not only is he throwing a lot, and here's the thing, he threw 74 shots. This fight only lasted two and a half minutes. Think about that. 
go out there and try to throw with nobody running at you, no blocking shots. Do me a favor. Throw 75 shots. Just, just in the air. Shadow box. Do that in two minutes. Let me know how you feel. I'm exhausted. And this dude was ready to do this forever. Lance, 44 out of 74 shots, man. 40 of them were significant. Obviously, there were no takedowns, no submission attempts. Um, listen to this. Uh, breakdown. Justin Gaethje, man. 20, 65% of his shots. 26 shots to the head. Four to the body. 10 big leg kicks. Edson Barbosa, 12 to the head. Six to the body. Only eight leg kicks. And he's the leg kick guy. Crazy, man. Yo, I will not doubt Justin Gaethje again. Justin Gaethje, if you're out there, brother, I apologize. Um, I think he was pushed way too far back in the uh, in the rankings. They had him at number eight. They had Donald Cowboy Cerrone ranked higher than him. And he hasn't fought in the weight class in two years. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man. Um, Justin Gaethje goes out there and just imposes his will. Fam, he just comes downhill. And it seemed like as sharp as Edson looked because Edson looks so sharp. Looks super sharp. But his will was broken, man. It was the constant pressure and pace of Justin Gaethje. And it was nuts. Um, you got to show them both love, man. He ends up knocking Edson Jr. Barbosa out in the very first round, two and a half minutes into the fight. Um, and he knocked him out cold, man. Crazy. Um, after the fight, it seemed like there was a little bit of beef, man. Paul Felder, in my opinion, one of the best analysts in the game. But he's also the number nine ranked lightweight in the world, uh, right behind uh, Justin Gaethje. Yo, he's actually from Philly. And after the fight, he goes out there and at the desk, he goes out there and says, man, and, and, and super respectful, might I add, super respectful. He's like, yo, that was incredible. He put on a fight in front of my fans. I think next up, I should fight him. That would be amazing. Well, check it out. Justin Gaethje didn't like that one bit. He was pissed. Uh, he felt like that was disrespectful and he was slated and he felt as if that the UFC and Paul Felder kind of had one against him. He's like, they stole my moment. Um, I get it. I, I see what he means. But at the end of the day, come on, man. This is the entertainment business. And, uh, and look, how do people get fights? One thing I think that we have all realized in MMA and combat sports in general is that, yo, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Paul Felder saw that fight. He said, damn, that was great. And he was great on the mic. Super respectful. But I understand why Justin was pissed off. It's like, yo, fam, I just won. Why are you trying to call me out? I understand it. I, I thoroughly understand it. So, um, but here's the thing. Now, look, we're talking about it. I'm talking about it. They, they're talking about it all over, the, all over the news. This is a fight that we might see. Justin Gaethje is like, no, I'm moving up in the rankings. I just beat the number six guy. Why would I look at the number nine guy? Why would I look behind me? Well, you'll look behind you because that's what the fans want to see, bruh. That's just what it is, man. So look, congratulations to Justin Gaethje. Another violent win. And uh, dude is an absolute beast, fam. So uh, I'm a huge fan. I'm really, really happy uh, to see him get that W. 
All right. Uh, who else, man? I got to turn my phone off, man. I have people texting me and stuff, asking me who I'm about to vote for today. Uh, uh, there's uh, the mayoral, mayoral uh, um, elections here in uh, Chicago today. And, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and rock with Print Winkle. So, all to the good. All right, moving right along. Um, yo, the Coleman event was surprising. Uh, David Branch, man. <laughs> David Branch is somebody whom I think is extremely ca- talented. Henzo Gracie, black belt, but in the UFC, he's been wildly inconsistent, man. One day he goes out there and looks like a world beater, man. Then he turns around and looks like a complete bum. Like, yo, what's up? He goes out there and gets completely starched, starched by the Jack Hermanson. And yo, Jack Hermanson, man, salute to that man. He goes out there with in one minute, it, it, less than a minute, 49 seconds, submitted the Henzo Gracie black belt, bro. Uh, he he's he's an absolute savage. Um, um. He was 100% after beating the number 11th ranked guy. He'll be ranked in the top 15 uh, after this week. Um, He ended up also receiving a performance of the night bonus. Um, He went out there, man, and submitted David Branch right away. David Branch in this and in 14 only landed two out of 12 strikes. Um, I mean, Herman only landed, you know, six of 20. But didn't matter. He had ended up having two beautiful takedowns, transitioning incredibly to um, a submission and tightened it up, got him out of there so quick, man. So, look, New York's very own David Branch gets taken out by Jack Hermanson. Um, Great performance by Hermanson, man. All right. And this was another wild one that I want to talk about. Josh Emmett and Michael Johnston. I had Michael the Menace Johnson um, winning this fight. And out of the 15 minutes of the fight, Michael Johnson won 14 of those minutes. Too bad he got to win the entire fight because four minutes and 14 seconds of the very last round, Josh Emmett, who was getting outstruck, outpointed, um, lands a huge overhand right hand, hits Michael Johnson directly on the chin, and that dude went down like a tree, yo. It's definitely one of those timber moments. He stiffened up, went down. Um, Big win for Josh Emmett. Remember, man, Josh Emmett came into the game um, knocking out on short notice to Ricardo Lamas. Chi-Town's own, man. He went ahead and knocked him out something serious. Um, Dude is a beast. Uh, team Alpha Male product. Look, I'm somebody that if I haven't seen a lot of you and you seem like you only rely on one thing, I'm not going to give you too much props. I still feel this way about Josh Emmett. I think he's tough as nails, but I'm not sold on him. Do I think he's an actual contender at 145 pounds? I mean... He's top 10. He beat Michael Johnson. You have to say yes, right? You have to say yes. He's a contender. Do I think he's a legitimate contender to win the belt? No, not at this point in time, man. I, I at, at this point in time, I still don't believe he's that well-rounded. Um, he was getting, 
I, I believed outpointed and outstruck by Michael Johnson. He started really coming on a lot in the third round. And that's even that's the only reason why the numbers are even close. Great win by him, though, man. Salute to dude. It was a great win. Beautiful knockout. But unfortunately, he missed his weight again. Out of his three fights in the UFC, I think he's missed weight all three of them. So, look, man, why is he knocking out these 145-pounders? Why is he not receiving um, any uh, performance bonuses? It's because his big ass keeps missing weight. And you know I can't give you love if you miss weight because you're not being professional. So, look, congratulations on the win. But until you make weight kick rocks. All right. Um, this is the one I think the fight I was most excited about. The karate hiding Michelle Waterson um, against Carolina uh, Kowalkiewicz. And uh, what an amazing fight, man. And yo, Michelle Waterson gets the unanimous decision victory, uh, beating Carolina Kowalkiewicz. Beautiful fight, man. I'm telling you, she is now on a six-fight winning streak. She has beaten Felice Herrick. She is beating Carolina Kowalkiewicz. She has beaten a who's who in this last um, uh, this last win streak. The toughest mom in the UFC, Michelle Waterson, in my opinion, deserves a title shot. She outstruck Carolina, outgrappled her four of eight takedowns. She looks. She is an Invicta Atomweight champion, so 105 pounds. So all these other women look bigger than her forever. She looks like she's been in the room, yo. Physically, she is big enough not for the weight class. Um, But she also has the experience. Um, Michelle Waterson, she's a gem. She's a beautiful person for the sport. Inside and out, yes, she's hot, but it, I'm talking about, man, yo, she's one of those people that is good for the sport. She's good representation of the sport. She's a mom, a wife, somebody who's been loyal to team Greg, you know, Jackson Wink forever. Michelle Waterson deserves a title shot. And I'm telling you, I would love to see her against any of those two ladies who were in the in the title fight. That's Rose Lyman Eunice, which would be a rematch in a very close contested fight. or um, what's her name? The one she's about to fight, which I'm blanking. Um, Andraj. So, um, so I can't wait to see that fight, man. But great win by Michelle Waterson. And look, man, Carolina didn't look bad. Carolina looked good. The only problem is Michelle Waterson just looked better. This is what happens when you get two top quality opponents. Both of them are fighting at a high level. But you know what, man? There are levels to the game. And Michelle Waterson proves that she's just that slightly above it. And if if Carolina had a title shot before, and she has gotten better since then, Michelle Waterson is there now, man. So great win by Michelle Waterson. And, yo, all in all, man, amazing fight card, man. Great submission by Paul Craig. Sadiq Youssef does absolute work like we expected. Um, Great stuff, man. I loved it all. I, I mean... UFC's been putting out great cards and it's funny let's be honest why are they putting out these incredible cards is because the athletes unfortunately don't have any more power because of this ESPN deal that we just last talked about because of 
every uh, pay-per-view event that they have, ESPN automatically gives them 500,000 buys, something that they had to scratch and claw to get for before. Yo, they got, they, they got that nut off. They did. They're good. So now they're just going to give us... Now, look, for the fighters, it's trash. They don't have the same power that they once had. But look, as fight fans, selfishly, all the fights that we want to see, we're going to start seeing now because the fighters have less say than they ever have. So look at all these fights, man. Of course, the UFC is bringing out these banging ass cards because now everybody has to fight everybody. Everybody. Man, and I can't lie. I'm here for it. Oh, I am so here for it. I can't stunt. Oh, I'm sorry about the fighters. Look, man, but we talked about this at nauseum. Stop bullshitting. Put a union together and then you can stop this. But until then, if you guys don't want to actually unionize and work together, why am I, me and Ariel Hawani and other people of the media fighting on y'all behalf? You can't help those who won't help themselves, man. Come on, people. Get together, man. Do not let this organization ruin what you guys are trying to do. Now, this is what I will say. As fighters, you see that this isn't happening. This is what you do now. Do not wait for the organization to pub you. Don't wait for that. Use social media. Use the internet. Get a publicist. Make appearances. Show how creative and entertaining you are. Start a podcast. Do certain things to get yourself a buzz that forces them to push you. Because look, I'm be honest with you, fighters. Yo, yeah, we all got to fight each other now, which is great. But like I said, now we got to work for ourselves. You got to really go out there and make your own money. Not only do you have to be a fighter now, you have to be a businessman or a woman. I just talked about Michelle Waterson. Yo, she got a couple different doc series out called Fight Mom. Beautiful series. She pubs herself. She's been doing this forever. Israel Adesanya has a podcast. He's going to be a star. I'm not worried about him. But everybody else? Man, come on, man. We, we got we to gotta figure this out, yo. So, um, man, but there are going to be so many great fights coming up, man. And speaking of great fights, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Um, we're going to talk about Sagey's and Sagey's fitness mentoring and uh, pay some bills. And then what we're going to go ahead and do, we're going to come right back. We're going to talk about one championship. Remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you guys each and every week by Sagey's. Sagey's isn't any other, any ordinary meal prep service. Sagey's is actually one of the meal prep services that's the middle ground between a personal private chef that is yours personally. And all those meal prep services, man. So you have a lifestyle coach right in there. Meals are prepared specifically for you. 100% customized meals. All the meals are organic. All the meals are grass-fed. And you get a water bottle with each and every one of your meals. Uh, one of your fitness coaches will also shoot you in line each week and make sure that you're enjoying everything and growing. Act now and you can get 15% off of your first three months with Sage Eats. Remember, 
Go follow Sage Eats at Sage Eats on IG. Support Sage Eats. Um, check out Sage Eats at www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT. You get 15%, like I said, off your first three months. And at the end of the day, guys, yo, check it out. Do not forget to follow the Fight Podcast on our website right now. Right now, right now. You can cop hoodies, champion brand hoodies. You, we have swag. We have merch, man. So go out there. Check it out, man. Support the show. Uh, support Sage Eats. And with that being said, let's get back into the show. Ah, man. Had to get some young Java in me. Got my dog sitting here. Trying to make sure I take him out and do all kind of other stuff. It's early, bro. <laughs> all right uh let's go ahead and jump into this one um championship card yo one is doing incredible things and um not only are they doing incredible things the fight card that they put on was phenomenal look i was one of those goofballs that woke up at whatever four o'clock in the morning to watch the main card I was excited. I couldn't help myself. Um, but this was incredible, man. Um, so much quality, so much um, great fights from top to bottom. Um, let me go ahead and, and just bring up everything. I mean, we saw, of course, the GOAT. Yes, I said it. I'm going to say it again. We saw the GOAT. Go out there and do what GOATs do. Demetrius Johnson, in my opinion, the GOAT, goes out there and submits his opponent in the very in the second round. Looked incredible doing it. Um, but he got rocked in the first round. And look, this is one thing I'll say. For everyone who says, oh, it's in over there. If it's not in the UFC, it doesn't count. Shit. Go out there and watch one. Look at the quality. And this is what I will say also. Eddie Alvarez, former Bellator champion. Eddie Alvarez. Former Dream Champion, Eddie Alvarez, former UFC Champion, the Underground King, Philly's very own, Half Boricua. I love this dude, man. Been a fan forever. I expected him to blow through this division, and guess what happened? He gets knocked out in less than a minute. Dude, so many great fights. Um... Angela Lee was on this cart. Angela Lee was looking incredible against her opponent, the 115-pound champion. And guess what? She got stopped in the fifth round. Who she was actually winning the fight. Um, Ang Lang Sung, the 205, 185-pound champion, he went out there, knocked out his opponent in the second round. Looked beautiful doing it. After the fight, Brandon Vera comes out here, and let me let me pull this up real quick. So Brandon Vera goes out there. And calls out Brandon Vera, former UFC champion, Brandon Vera, um, former, um, you know, UFC fighter. I say UFC champion. Yeah, you what a former UFC fighter, um, somebody who is the current one um, heavyweight champion came in the, in the, in the ring uh, afterwards and called out. Anlang Sang, and I have to say, man, look, I'm trying to find this. I have never seen a more polite call out in my life. In my life. 
he went out there and literally was like said some way to, they it has to be out here somewhere. So Brandon Vera, regardless, I can't find it, but he goes out there and says, Hey, I totally respect you. I appreciate you. I would love the opportunity, please, sir, to fight you, you know, for your 205 pound strap. And Ang Lang Sang was like, yeah, fam, let's do it. Um, look, I am a huge Brendan Vera fan. Um, I'm a huge Ang Lang Sang fan also. So this is this is a fight that uh that I ah, here it is. I found it. Boom, hold up one second. Turn this back up, hold up, y'all. I would like to ask if we're both healthy and we're both in shape, we're, we both agree, could you and I meet here in Japan in October to challenge you for the light heavyweight belt, sir? Wow. Have you ever heard anything more polite? I'm a big fan of Brandon Vera, and it would be an honor for me to uh, fight Brandon Vera on October. Yes. Mr. Trophy, what do you say? Let's get it on! Yeah, and that guy came in. That was Chatri, um, the owner and CEO of One. Yo, One is doing it right, man. I, I I don't know what else to say about it, man. They are really in. In Chatri, he made a great point. He said, "Look, man, I want to bring martial arts back. I want to make heroes, and that's what he's doing. Like that was one of the dopest things we are seeing. Incredible fights." incredible athletes and they have that bushudo code that bushudo code that that samurai code they respect one another they respect win or loss they respect each other and and this is something that um that i found to be interesting right so chachri the like i said the the um head of um one before each card he does a speech and i wanted you guys to listen to it to you can't get the the idea of this man and the the real idea of one championship you guys represent the very very best in the world 550 athletes 130 world champions across various martial arts you are the very best in the world and with this comes responsibility guys we don't lose i want you to show what real martial arts is i want you to show honor respect humility to your opponent we don't lose because this is just one small step in your journey to being a global hero. When you have 50 million viewers, when you have 140 countries going live, it just takes one moment for you to become a global superstar. Literally one moment. You guys are amongst the greatest of the greats. Never forget that. And thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. And go out there and show the world your greatness. Bananas, fam. And here's the thing. That's what Chachri. You got Dana White on some, yo, you want to be a fighter, you know, but then Chachri's out there like hyping up his people, man. And he really believes it. And here's the difference between a Dana White and a Chachri. Chachri used to compete. He's a legitimate fighter. He's a legitimate martial artist. He wants to see that martial arts. He wants to see that Bushido code. Um, Chatri is the man I love what one championship is doing. 
This card from top to bottom was incredible. Gary Tonin gets his W, gets a first round finish and looks devastating. Incredible shape. Um, obviously, his grappling is top notch, but he seems like an upper echelon athlete. Um, obviously, Demetrius Johnson does work. Like I told you guys, Yatsin Clyde Fairtex goes out there and stops in the very first round. Um, you know, uh, his opponent. Um, what can I say, man? Um, beautiful fight card. Uh, Shinya Yoki uh, retains his lightweight belt. Oh, man. Everything about this card was incredible. If you haven't had an opportunity to check it out, man, go on One Championship's YouTube page. Most of the fights are right there, man. They give them to you. That's how they much they believe they believe in their product, fam. So go out there, man. Show some love to a One Championship. Um, they're doing incredible things, man. Um, uh, all in all, man, um, great fight weekend. Uh, unfortunately, it was an emotional weekend. Um, again, sorry, I wasn't able to get this this uh, out earlier. Um, but um, look, man, I can't lie. I was in my feelings. Um, this episode, um, obviously, you know, dedicate this to Nipsey Hussle and his family. Um, salute to Nip. Um, your words and your, your lessons and your voice will live on forever. And, um, yeah, man, with that being said, yo, damn, start, start what's sad again? Uh, yeah, we'll be back, man. This is the fight podcast. This is episode 101. I appreciate y'all holding it down with me. Um, we have a great week for you guys this week, man. We're working on a lot of different things. Um, we got some new equipment in. Yeah. So we're going to start doing some different stuff. You guys will see that. So keep your eyes open, eyes and ears open for that. Um, look, I've been slipping on my pimping in terms of uh, social media. I apologize, um, but we're going to really start blasting that out. So be prepared for like 15 posts for the next two days. <laughs> then it's going to keep rocking out, man. Um, um, with that being said, yo, this is episode 101 of the Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. As always, I appreciate you guys. As we know, the Fire Podcast is brought to you each week by Sage Eats. Here at Sage Eats, we offer healthy meals and fitness mentoring. We cook 100% customized meals, what you like, just how you like it. And we bring it directly to your office or home here in Chicago. Also, if you're not in Chicago, we have fitness mentoring. We have a team of fitness professionals who will sit back and actually write your workout specifically for you and sit down with you weekly to give you your progressions and your nutrition advice as well. Check out Sage Eats. Sage Eats is fitness mentoring. Sage Eats is nutrition consulting. And uh, check out Sage Eats at www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT. You will receive 15% off your first three months. With that being said, look, fam, I love you guys. Um, I appreciate everybody paying attention. I am so grateful um, for all of my listenership. 
I see you, you, you guys. Uh, damn, I stuttered the hell out of that. Uh, <laughs> I'll see y'all next time, man, right here on the Fight Podcast. Yo, this is your boy Serge. Peace out.